You're tuned into the Portkeep Cast, a weekly Harry Potter podcast where we follow the books chapter by chapter. Alright, so I gotta start off by saying that this will 100% contain spoilers. We do not care. We are going headfirst in to everything Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, not Fantastic Beasts, I'm sorry. Fantastic Beasts and the Crime of Grindelwald. Um, full on, full spoilers. That's the no, entire point of this episode. So. No holding back. So um, back now. Yeah, so if you don't want to hear that, do not listen. Just stop it now. If you've already um, if you've already seen it, then it's fine. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Then listen to us rant on and on and on about about the issues. I don't foresee this being too long of a podcast, so because um, we only had a few major, I don't want to call it issues, just the things that we want to we want to speak yeah. our opinions about. It's still building. Yes, um, we've seen it twice now. After seeing it two times. Do you like this one more than the first one? Yes. I knew that I was going to like this one more than the first one, though, because I thought the first one was very goofy and light, where I've always liked the kind of like more serious part of Harry Potter. Agreed. And also because this is more um, everyone's adults and not kids. And we're getting more into the backstory of how everything is tying in, like where Fantastic Beasts kind of left everything as its own story. Yes. You didn't see a lot of crossovers. Oh, my God. There were so many good crossovers. There were. (laughs) So, right from the beginning, we get uh, Grindelwald being uh, transferred. Um, I'm doing my best. We saw it, like, last Sunday, so it's still, like, yes. the last time I saw it. We start off with Grindelwald being transferred from the jail in America to the, he's going to go to Azkaban to yep. pay for his crime crimes in Europe. And... Well, he he has other he has other thoughts. Yeah, he was like, "No, fuck that! You ain't taking me alive." And so he apologies potion and the apologies potion. The guard. It wasn't even the guard. It was uh, one of the one of the ministry workers. Oh, I thought it was a guard. No, that's one. That guy was one of the ministry workers. Well, he apologies potion a ministry worker then and uh, tricked them all. And my favorite part of that whole battle, right, was when he looked back. And he saw that that he was that the that the guard that the ministry worker was struggling, so he goes down to the water and just flips and fills the fucking thing up with water. That was so cool. I was like, he just goes down by the water. And he's like, okay, boom. And then he, this is, this is why you get someone like um, Johnny Depp to play roles like this, these eclectic roles, because the 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 way he looked into the um. The, the like after like a few minutes he looks into the to the carriage mm-hmm. and it's all filled with water and everyone's swishing around he looks in like what the fuck is taking so long <laughs> like, he just kind of looks in there like it's just cra- like the weight like the the look he gave only Johnny Depp could have given that look yes except for I do want to say while we're on this Johnny Depp thing I saw a lot of the same mannerisms as Jack Sparrow in some parts of this movie. So do I. So did I. I mean, his the voice he chose to use was a was lot of very, very similar. Ju- very similar. Um, but I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because I love Jack Sparrow. I just like when the movie first started, I, I I heard it and I was like, it's. Thank God he didn't say savvy. If he would have said savvy, then it's like come no, on. If man. he would have said savvy, I probably would have gone ape shit crazy in the fucking <laughs> movie theater. I was like, yeah, Jack Sparrow. Um, 
so yeah, so then <laughs> it's this isn't going to be a chronological order thing or anything like that. We're going to try. <laughs> um, so then we'll get uh, Dumbledore and Newt are talking. Oh no, Newt's getting his, his trying to get his his passport reinstated yes, so he can he's not travel. To leave the country because he destroyed New York City, and he says, "Well, that is not true on many accounts." And yes, his brother's <laughs> like, "Shut up, man!" Shut and his up. brother, his brother's like, "Yo, man, shut the fuck up!" I'm trying to help. <laughs> he's been thinking about that whole situation too. If I was Newt in this situation, like, look, all I gotta do is go get credence. Okay. All right, cool. They offered him to be an R so that he could go and travel again and he's like nah it's not really my thing sorry like just say just, yes just go do it like why is that why is that don't don't be an aura don't actually do it <laughs> and just go do it just say yes and go get and go do what you want to fucking do just make terms like okay as soon as we get credence i'm done yeah there you go i you didn't say i had to kill him you didn't say that that i'll get him for you though and be done with it yeah it's just so it's just he doesn't know how to play the how to work the system yet well, which is awkward. fine he is he is and um his brother tells him theseus uh, tells him to pick a side. He's like, nah. And then he gives him a hug. Yeah, he's like, nah. I'm not about sides, but yeah. thanks. So like, if you're a Drake and Josh fan, he he put his <coughs> arms up big and stuff, and he is basically like, hug me, brother. <laughs> like that whole yeah. like whole thing. <laughs> That's what it kind of felt like to me. <laughs> um, and then we have then we cut to Newt and Double Newt's getting followed. He does some some wind spell, and the guy looks like an idiot in the street. That was good. Then he then he cuts to Dumbledore on a roof. And then, but did you notice that they didn't show the deillumination scene where he uses the deilluminator? Yes. He did. They just cut to in the bus and stuff. And again, this is so we talked about this in the trailer. I need you to do it. And he says, "I can't move on Grindelwald." And we find out well, we that find it's find out why it's so exciting because he has a blood pact with him. We can just go ahead and say that now. Um, I do like the blood pact over the unforgivable or the unbreakable vow. Yes, I like that better. Because they make it seem like there is more of an option to but, actually. But not, yeah, exactly. And it just seems more personal to me, I feel like. Yeah, well, they, they say in the one scene, well, I, I, you and Grindelwald were close to, or as close as brothers. And he says, no, we were close to them brothers. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we were. It's blood swapping <laughs> up in this shit. Um, <coughs> yeah, it is very personal. It's more of like a friendship than a, yeah. like, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, you have to do this or die. Like, no, we're doing this because we're friends and we're. It's and really. We don't want to fight. Yeah. So um, they cannot fight because they make a blood pact that they will not fight each other. Which is very interesting. I do. I do like that. I think the blood pact can be whatever you whatever you make it to be. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting that they that they knew at such a young age that they that how powerful they were mm-hmm. that the only ones who could stop them were each other. Yes. Which I thought, which I think is is very interesting. Or like just to. To know that they know that. Um, then Queenie comes with Jacob, and Queenie has him under a love spell. Uh, and then Queenie leaves. Well, the- she freaks out because they removed the love spell, and he's like, "Now nah, we're not getting married because they're going to kill you." Well, here's my thing. So they're in London, where it's allowed. They're allowed yeah. to marry Muggles. At that point, I would be like, "Oh, we're in London. I can do this. All right, cool." Yeah, let's just get it done with then. Yeah, we don't have to go back to New York. But that doesn't help with the storyline. But doesn't help with the storyline. But they could have just been like, all right, we're not going back to New York then. Yeah. I don't know if it was more that he was mad about the fact that she did it without his permission. Well, that's 100%. He was mad because yeah. he was. she was going to try to Well, do he it said, anyway. when were you going to tell me when we have 10 kids or whatever it was? Yeah. Um, she gets mad for him calling her crazy. But he I mean, didn't say it. he didn't say it. I agree with him. He didn't say it. First of all, 
everyone call me crazy because I'm gonna be like, yeah, I know. But I'm just okay. saying, like, like he didn't say it. He didn't say it, but he, she can read minds. Yeah, but that's bullshit. Because if she couldn't read minds, he wouldn't know. She wouldn't know what he was gonna say. Yeah. She could always presume or assume what he was gonna say, but she wouldn't know. So she needs to, like, like we said in the last episode, mind your damn business. Mm-hmm. Or else, guess what? Then they wouldn't have fought, and she wouldn't have separated and gone anywhere. Uh, she, I really she hope starts the whole thing. What I remember my first thought was after that, and it starts raining. He go, I was like, God, I hope you remember what door he came out of, because there was a shit ton of right? like houses right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. Um, okay, so back backtrack a little bit. We get introduced to a bunch of different beasts, like Kelpie and stuff like this. And it's like I really felt like this season, this season, this this. The the beasts were introduced and the beasts were there and they showed up all these beasts. But the beasts are really a side story. They were, they were a, a afterthought. There was a couple beasts that actually were water the water dragon and or the water demon and the and Niffler. The Niffler and the oh the the lion, the t- the lion thing yeah dragon thing. Yeah, that was a cool. That I did like a, that beast. The, but you know exactly what I thought of during that scene. What? The Gringotts scene, with escaping on the dragon. Yeah, now that you say it, I see it too. It's like the exact same thing, actually. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because they were in a place where there was no way they were gonna get out. You know what beast was cool but terrifying? Which one? The spirit animal cats. Yeah. Those well, were, on that same on that same literally terrifying. On that same note, um, <laughs> again, like I said before, uh, when we watched Fantastic Beasts one, I feel like she's doing a lot more things that have to do with um, witches in general, like the witch lore, right? Mm-hmm. So, like they talked about in Fantastic Beasts one, uh, a witch's mark, which supposedly witches all had back in you know the witch child days, but then the witch lore also is that witches had. Um, spirit familiars which are animals right and they were like their guides or protectors and stuff like that and that's what those moon cats or whatever they're called did they were the spirit familiars that protected the ministry yes so all right we're rerunning all the way back to london now yeah back 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 back. yeah we were jumping all over the place so queenie disappears um they go down jacob goes down to the I mean, he's got a bomb ass basement. Let me tell you that right, much. He's got a whole zoo of a basement, and um, but yeah, the, the yeah, the magic beasts are really just like an. Well, he sees. I don't even really know what happens back there. He sees a he sees a a postcard that that had Tina's name Newt on it and stuff. Sees Newt that. sees it. Yeah, Newt sees it. So he decides that they're gonna go to Paris and screw his tribal band because it's yep. the love of his life. And he has to take a port key to get there. Hey, bucket port key, what's up? <laughs> um, it was funny because I go to Carissa, I go, I go, hey, that's a port key, and she goes, it's a bucket. I was like, it could be anything. She was like, it's a bucket. I was like, whatever. <laughs> you know, the I port key cast represented. In later in the fourth book, it's a, it's a boot. Yeah, that's why our that's why our logo is a boot. Yeah. Because I'm doing it from from that. Yeah. Because at the time we did. That, that's what a port key was. We didn't have any other port key options yeah. at the time. I mean, we knew that they could be out of anything and normally something, you know, innocuous that you wouldn't uh, mm-hmm. think of, but whatever. So we take the port key, they go to London. Before that though, they they go to the they go to the the wizard circus. And that's where we meet Nagini, who's a maledictus. They're maledictus. In Paris for this. They're in Paris, yes, they're in Paris for this. So Tina's trying to trying to get credence. And 
Credence breaks Nagini out, but not using his his um, Obscurus. He that would kill her. Yeah, he uses. Well, you can definitely see how much more he, control he has of it mm-hmm. because he attacks that other guy. Um, from the Ministry of Magic that is actually sent by Grindelwald. And surpri- I was shocked, though. I thought for sure that that guy was going to die or something. But whatever that little bubble thing you put around him, that shit is dope. Yeah. Cause that, because he was, Credence was trying with all of his might to, to break that shit. Um, but that's all you got to do to survive. Just bubble, bubble. it up. <laughs> they keep showing me all these things like this. I'm like, all right. So I just got to put a bubble around me? Okay, pfft, bubble. Okay. Walk around in a bubble. But um, so Grindelwald's in Paris as well, and they take a they, they steal a house from some Almost. from some people. But you know, you see you see this you see these moments, right? Because Grindelwald, the whole the whole movie, he doesn't kill anybody, right? He personally doesn't kill anybody. He has people kill people for him. Yes, and because even even in that fight scene. He dropped the he the um in the beginning the minister of magic or whoever was sent to to get him he's falling out of the out of the carriage towards the water. He didn't kill him. He literally he stops drops, him. He no no he drops his wand the the guy's wand uh-huh. so he can stop he can save himself. Yeah. So at this time he still hasn't killed anybody that hasn't because he says I don't fight out of anger I don't fight out of hate. You know, because so he's not just running around killing mercilessly. This he's isn't. Not this is not Voldemort at all. He is like. There's so many things that I compared him to Voldemort, and they're the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. The way that they present themselves, and they, the way that they speak, and like, Grindelwald is very like, well, I'm going to join or get followers by you're going to like me, and I'm going to be well liked, and you're going to see that I'm a kind person. And Voldemort was very well. You're going to follow me. Or you're going to die. hundred percent. You have a choice. Look, you have a choice. You don't have to follow me, but you also don't have to live. Yeah. And Grindelwald was very, you don't have to follow me if you don't want to. That's fine. We'll go out and be peaceful in the world. Yeah. So he, but so his, his (coughs) minions kill the people and you see the green, you see the green flash of light. So this, so this completely destroys my theory about, about the killing curse, but they never, nobody ever says no one um, ever says anything in this movie. All the, all, almost all of the spells is are, non-verbal. Is non-verbal. So it makes me wonder: like, were were the wizards more powerful back then, or were these curses are using non-verbal curses that got turned into verbal curses when they when they made them unforgivable? Yeah, we don't know yet. Or we might never know. That might be something we never know. It might be something that comes out like on Pottermore or something. You know, it might not and might not be something that's actually ever addressed. Yeah. JK again, I know you're listening. Please address our questions. Just 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 come on the show. My number is <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you, but you can email us theportkeycast at gmail.com. Uh, and and we'll never check it because Jonathan doesn't know. I have works. actually never <laughs> checked that email. I, I have it on my phone. Let's just see. Maybe JK, maybe oh JK has emailed us. Uh, let's see. So mail <coughs> inbox port key cast oh god it's all twitter oh god wait things that we don't do on twitter because jonathan doesn't know any Look, of the passwords for anything it's all twitter <laughs> oh wow so i don't have any emails from but we also don't have the password to twitter because jonathan lost i know the pa- i can find the password i'm just you say this every week for the last i know mark weeks. all okay so anyway back okay. to the movie yeah so uh so circus credence lets it go 
blah blah blah. Credence then tries to find his the the his Family. mother. Yeah. He's looking for his mother who's on his birth certificate. He finds this half goblin. Is that what she was? Half goblin? Half goblin or half elf? Elf. I think she was half elf. Yeah, because she was like a serv a servant in the house and a goblin yeah. was not being a servant. No, no, yeah, yeah. So she was a house she was a half elf, half human. They don't say what else she was, but she looked kinda human. Um servant that she uh she was the one that gave credence to uh, uh, bare, bo- bare Bone. Yeah. Um, uh, but her voice is so sweet. She's like, you are such a beautiful baby. Mm-hmm. You're such a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. It was so, like, that, that mo- in that moment, I actually was very, like, oh. Oh. Poor Credence. I never felt, I never not felt bad for Credence, but I did feel bad for Credence at that moment. Um, and then the guy comes, kills her, and it's like, no! Yeah, the only link he has to his family. So now he has no idea again who he is. And there's all these rumors that are going around that he is the lost Lestrange baby. Yes. Which funny thing is I had looked it up because we couldn't remember Credence's last name. And I had and we looked it up and it said Lestrange. And I was like, oh shit, Credence is a Lestrange? We hadn't seen the movie yet. We were, we were going to. Like the movie was the next day and we were going to go watch it. But... We hadn't seen it yet. I was like, oh, fuck. Credence is... Oh, whatever. We'll find out. Instead of looking into it, I, we were like, oh, we're going to find out. But we come to find out. We don't know. Let's get on our seats. We're just going to go ahead and go into it. Credence of the Dumbledore. According to Grindelwald, Credence of the Dumbledore. We have some theories. Would you like to give a theory that you think it is? My theory is that is Grindelwald is lying because he wants Credence... He says that Dumbledore is trying to... Or, Dumbledore. He says that Albus Dumbledore is trying to stop Credence, whose name is actually Aurelius Dumbledore, from you know using all of his powers, and that they are they are meant to fight each other, which I think is a lie. I think that he knows that Credence has a lot of power, but Grindelwald and Dumbledore personally can't fight. I think this is his only chance to get Dumbledore out of the way is using Credence as Obscurus. So he's trying to pin this whole thing like, oh, Dumbledore's knew the entire time that he had a brother and he banished you to America and blah, 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 blah. And I think that's what's going to, that's how this is going to play out. That is, the reason why I want to just have this conversation is because that's what the movie leads up to. <laughs> There's still more things that we're going to talk about. We're not just going to, like, that's not what we're going to rant on for the whole movie. But I just felt like that's what people want to hear opinions about it. I agree. I don't think it's true. If it is true... It doesn't right, make any sense. The only way I can think it to be true... I have two I have two ways to think it to be true. Okay? If he really is a Dumbledore, right? If he really is. Um, that the father, right, was a loose cannon. I mean, it said it in the book. He was a loose cannon. And, uh, and that he fathered Credence... After the fact, like after their mother died, after he whatever, it's like the only time that's the only way that it makes sense. And because it says if you look on if you look on anywhere where you can see anything about the Dumbledore bloodline, that he died sometime after 1890. Credence had to have been born sometime like 1904 or something like that. Um, and uh, my friend Jordan did the time like he on his own did his own timeline. He figured out that um, if you look on IMDb, it says that the. Uh, that the girl was cast as Lita Lestrange at six years old, right? Mm-hmm. So she's going to America at six, and Credence looked like a baby was about seven, eight months old, maybe six, seven months old, based on that. So, 
Um, and so if she was six, you can find out what year she was born. You can do the math from there. And then you can go, the, the movie takes place in 1927. So then from there, X amount of days, blah, blah, blah. He comes out to about 24, 25 years old, like Credence B in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So that means he was born, um, uh, I guess technically he could be the mothers because the mother died in 1899, but they would know, like the Dumbledore brothers would know that she that he was born there would be no question about it thing is he i feel like they played him no he can't be that old because then why would he still be stuck to this lady who adopted him i always thought he was like 15 or 16 yeah but if you got to go by the top line so Lita Lestrange is born on um let me look it up right now so we're going to take a we'll talk about something else while i look this up so uh one of the other let's talk about Lita Lestrange for a second so Lita and Newt, and they went back to um, to Hogwarts, and they had a nice little time where they got to see. Oh, the McGonagall! It's like when the McGonagall thing before we even get into Lita. So people are all upset because um, McGonagall like, also doesn't fit into the timeline. No, but it could be her. It could be her grandmother, because they never say her name. They just say McGonagall. No, in on uh, in the casting, it says that it is. McGonagall. Like it says Minerva McGonagall, but McGonagall comes, but that's to take to take the name of a grandparent, right? Isn't that isn't that um is not that uncommon? True. So she very well could have been um could have been her. It could be her grandmother because she looked very young. Because we do know that McGonagall was um uh what what when, what book was it with um what's her name? Uh, Umbridge. Five. Uh. So, so in that book, um, she asked McGonagall how long she'd been <laughs> teaching there, and she said uh, thirty-five years. Then, mm-hmm. so that's what. Um, that's what. So she hadn't been there. There's no way she could have been there when this movie takes place. It's impossible. And um, okay. So, looking at, no, hold on. Here it is, right here. Okay, so I'm on IMDb, right? And it says, Rudy Wolfenden played young Lita Lestrange, three to six years old. Okay? Got that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the baby at that age was like a year old. Okay. Lita Lestrange was born either in 1896 or 1897. So let's go ahead and take the 1897. Let's take that. And then add three years to that. So let's just take the youngest possible, right? Add three years. So now we're at 1890 or 1900, right? 1900. I just have to say that uh, Kendra had already died by then. She died in 1899. Yes. So 1900. So she would have had to die right after Credence was born. So, but that's so they're going so it's like a year old at like 1900, and um, and so the the so the so he's like 27 years old because 1927. Yeah, I understand that he doesn't play that young of a of a person, but he's gotta he's gotta be in his 20s. Like even if he's even if these timelines are way off and they're just like guesstimating shit, whatever, mm-hmm. he's in his 20s. Yeah, they just made him seem younger. They do. They do make him seem like he's 15, 16 years old, but he's not. So he's, this is definitely something that, uh, 
my friend Jordan dove really deep into for me, or not even for me, just did on his own, and him and I had a good conversation about it. So yeah, so possibilities of Credence to be a Dumbledore, he's, he, if you ignore the brother when he says, when Grindelwald says, your brother, and you just say, you just keep using that as a lie, right? But he is a Dumbledore, he could be um, the sister's kid. It's not impossible. I don't know who impregnated. Maybe Dumbledore. Maybe uh, Grindelwald impregnated her. Impregnated her himself. Eek. I know. I'm. I'm throwing. I'm Eek. spitballing different ideas that it could be, Eek. or it's or it's their dad's kid. It's that like he's a half Dumbledore, you know, and he and it's on the dad's side, mm-hmm. or is it all a lie, which is the most, the most makes sense situation. It's all a lie. I'm just trying to make him a Dumbledore. If I'm making him a Dumbledore, this is how it happened. Or she died in childbirth, giving birth to him. Yes, that's the. Those are the three options for him to actually be a Dumbledore. So there you go. Um, Lita already debunks that it's not that he's not a Lestrange because she talks about how she switched. She switched uh, the babies, and the other baby died. Now I I've, I know we're gonna go back and watch it again. Maybe not together, but I know that I'm gonna see it for a third time. I'm sure that you'll see it for a third time. There's a book in the um in the crib. When when she switches, mm-hmm. but I I I noticed it the second time, but it was too quick for me to figure out what the book was. So the next time I see it, I'm gonna be staring at it to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe it gives us a context clue of who he is, of who he is, yeah, who the the mom is. That was the mom of whoever this mysterious credence. Well, is. the mom was there, so it definitely can't be. Remember, the mom was on the boat and she dove in the water. Yeah, so it definitely can't be the Dumbledore mother. Yeah, no. So that's impossible. I don't know. Unless that's just a lady that's supposed to get her get yeah. the baby across the water as well. Um, which how many people are doing that? Sending their kids to America. Right. All of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but Lita said that she changed she changed the baby's eye and then the the one baby died. Um, that was uh, that was her brother that died. Um I'm just trying to think of anything else that happened that was really like... So do you think Queenie is... So Queenie chose chose to go to Grindelwald. I think Queenie is imperious because... So do I. Um, he, when they get to Nurmengard, which at the time is Grindelwald's house, not well, he, no, Well, he builds a Nurmengard prison for his, yeah. for his so, people. Well, Nurmengard right now is his castle of where yes. he lives. And he is... When they first get there and he has Queenie there, he's already using her to read Credence's mind. So he's using the fact that she is the Jillman's and she can, he can use that to manipulate people into, you know, making them comfortable, which is his whole plan of action, really. Just, you know, tricking people into believing that he's doing something good. He, he, I will say he gave a really good monologue he did he is very silver tongue silver tongue i mean he made me i was like shit yeah i'm joining you yeah like when he showed real. world war ii um his whole speech was very like if we I, need to stop that before they the same, destroy the world if i was in the same position i'd have been like he's right like all of this makes sense like he's not doing anything wrong like we're not attacking these ministry people even though they just killed this girl and yep like it, it all makes a lot of sense, and that, that's terrifying because that's the scariest kind of leader to be. Well, they all they all disapparated uh, in the in the cloud. Yeah, and form. then he started attacking people. Yeah, um, and he uses that fire, which is awesome, and everything like that. Um, 
Nicholas Flamel. I was under underwhelmed by Nicholas Flamel, but he's also like 600 years old. So I like respect. that we got a glimpse of the stone. So do I. A little, a little. Hey, here it is. <laughs> oh, it's in the cabinet. Oh, wait, there it's gone. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I did like that. Um, I didn't catch it the first time. I caught it the second time. I would like to see more of the the Lestrange brother. Not, um, he's not a Lestrange, but her half brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see more of of what he can do. Because he talks about how his bloodline is very pure, and mm-hmm. they come from Nigeria. Was that what he said? Some I don't know. Some Som- Som- Somalia. Somalia, I think it was. Um, but he's talking about how their how their family was very accomplished wizards, and they they come from a from a pure bloodline and stuff like that. So I would like to see more of the of those. But the thing is, they always talk about like the there's like the the ex I can't remember what they're called, but there's a list of like pure blood wizards that like. Are all intermingle and interbreed together, but I'm sure if you did it within different countries, you know, because he's talking about how his bloodline is pure and stuff like that, and then you go to France and all this stuff. Like if you just keep going between the different countries of pure bloodness, you definitely could rebuild. If you wanted to rebuild within pure blood, right? Let's just say you want to go with that route. You definitely can do it without worrying about but interbreeding too much. If you much. are pure blood and you're racist, then you're screwed. Yeah, then you're fucked. <laughs> Forget about it. But you can go to America, get some pure blood, you know, Americans and stuff. You know, you can go over to yeah. China, get some pure blood. I, I want to see At this. this point, they make America seem like there's a lot of pure bloods because they pretty much outlaw. Yeah, they do. America is not very progressive and Europe is. Well, Queenie's a half blood. Yes. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, but they make America seem very Well, the reason why the reason why they, the the British Ministry of Magic was all like... You, they knew that they're that they couldn't survive like that. Yeah, but you would have to. You just have to leave Europe, you know, and see what else is out there, and then you could survive. But whatever, they're they're not like that because they might be racist too. Well, we know the one guy isn't racist. The, the Lestrange is definitely not racist. He likes some some coffee and his cream. That's for sure. Good yeah. for him. And uh, actually. Lita is probably the prettiest Harry Potter character that I've oh, ever seen in my hell life. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's fucking go- What's her name? Who's that know. actress? She is <laughs> so gorgeous. Literally the prettiest Harry Potter She has like this in the way she like seen. walks even is so yeah. so it just bleeds elegant. I don't know, bleeds the word I want to use, but it's just very elegant the way she like like the way she is. She's very good. Very good. Ca- again, great casting. Great um, casting, but in the end of the movie she dies. So we have no more of that, which is sad because I actually um, like her. Nagini is very underused. I think she'll be used more as as the as the series goes on. I just want to know how because at the end of the movie, Credence goes to Joy and Grindelwald, and she stays on the. Well, we still got three more movies. Yeah, but where, when does she cross into being, you know, Voldemort's, Voldemort's sidekick? I, I think it because has at this point she's very anti Grindelwald. She doesn't want anything to do with it. I think that she ends up at, at um Hogwarts with Dumbledore. And from there when um when Voldemort's at Dumbledore at Dumbledore at <laughs> Hogwarts, I think that's when they meet and I think that something comes about it from there. Mm, maybe. I don't know. That, well, Tom Riddle was also very silver-tongued when he's younger. He was. See, if Tom Riddle wouldn't have got all slithery and snake-like... He wouldn't have gotten all Hadean. He could convince his followers to join him very easily. 
Exactly. I think if he would have stayed... He like, was charming during school, and then he became just straight up like, nah, either you yeah. follow me or you die. Um, I'm just trying <laughs> to find more like issues or like questions or plot holes or anything like that. Um, I feel like everyone who's listening just wanted our opinion on the Dumbledore thing. I think that's what everybody wants to talk about. Everyone wants to talk about Dumbledore and Queenie. Well, Queenie definitely, definitely is jinxed. There's no way she would go on her own. I think that when she was, when she well, was they there, they into the whole like, it's because he said that they would be able to get married, and he says to her that it's for love, and you know, in they're trying to play into her whole like, oh well, I want to marry Jacob thing. Yeah, but she's too smart. Yeah. She could be reading his, she was like she's reading minds. But why didn't she oh she said she had trouble reading the French minds. But she said well she had trouble reading anyone who with an accent. With an accent, so um I was trying to think the French minds they were all speaking they were all thinking in French and she didn't speak French, so she yeah. was just like what? And Grindelwald <coughs> is Hungarian or something. Grindelwald, I believe, is I Romanian Hungarian because I'm Hungarian. Um, oh, that's right. That's why Romanian. I believe he's German, isn't he? He is a very because Dermengard. Dermengard does sound German. I believe he's. Where's German. Where's Dermstrom? That's where he went to school. Uh, Roma- Romania. No. That's what I thought that was Romania. He got kicked out of out of out of Dermstrom. Um, but I guess that doesn't mean you that just because you you you're from there you go there because uh. Malfoy wanted to go to Durmstrang, and for whatever reason, his father didn't let him. But yeah, I can't really think of any other um, big plot holes or questions that we may have. I thought overall the movie was really good. Uh, like I was, I'm excited for more. I can't believe that we have to wait two years. Yeah, me neither. Ugh, two years. But that's the that's that's our theory on the Dumbledore uh, credence thing. Um, let us know your theories because I would love to hear what you think. Um, Jordan is hell bent on it possibly being the do- the sister's kid. That's his theory. I just think it's a lie. It's, I th- feel like it's a lie. I don't know. With that, this is not a lie, but that's the end of the podcast. So join us next week for the final chapter of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Do not worry, though, after that chapter. You do not have to wait another week. Or you will have to wait another week, but you don't have to wait like a month or three months for um, for the next season. We are not like that. Like there are some there are some podcasts that like they do a season, they take a, a few weeks off and they jump into the next season. Nope, we will be, we have the movie, we're going to watch and review. We got too many things. Too much yeah, to and then we're going right into the next book. So just keep on reading, keep on listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next week.